Now, just a minute. Look, Brigadier, look. I think it's started. Well, here we go again. Welcome to the Hooving Report. We are back after a hiatus, uh, a mini hiatus. Um, there's not much going on in the world of Doctor Who, so we've been away for a while. Uh, we've been dealing with our lives, and uh, you know, life gets in the way from uh, Doctor Who sometimes. But we're back uh, at full strength. Uh, both Sarahs are with me, so full team. Hello. Hello. Uh, so hello. So this we're recording this. We're recording this. I had to one up you there. I'm sorry. Hello. As the giggles start again. I uh, know it's it's all right. We're not even two minutes in. Um, yeah. So um, um, as far as Doctor Who news, there's really hasn't been there really has not been any Doctor Who news other than the fact that for the show, other than the fact that the sh- they started they started filming. Am I am I correct? This week or next week they're going to start filming. They they start next week. That's one of the things that they mentioned at Dallas Comic Con was that filming um, would start in two weeks' time. So they'll probably be on site uh, next week with the read-throughs beginning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So we know that shows the show's back up and running. Uh, Sarah's favorite doctor will be gracing our screens. Uh, <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Yeah. Well, oh, I also found out was surprising. I didn't know that the new companion won't be in the Christmas special. She won't be introduced yeah. until until the next next season. So uh, the Christmas special will be just a doctor or be a total standalone, no new companion. Um, How strange! Yeah, she's not going to be in the Christmas special. Um, at least Pro that's Mappy. what I've heard. I mean, th- I mean that's yeah. uh, that could be uh, that could be a rumor, but as far as I have heard, I I, I think that's a that's the case. So. Um, yeah, you know, he's only 58. He looks like he's 78. <laughs> well, it's all that, that one of the things that, it's all that yeah. <laughs> No. One of the things uh, this weekend, this last past weekend um, at Dallas Comic Con, is I was a, his first North American appearance. Um, so I didn't realize that. I thought he had done other cons. And on stage with him for the first night, they had. Uh, Jenna Coleman, my least favorite companion, and then yep. Michelle, yeah, <laughs> Michelle Gomez. Yes, who I love her. Plays Missy, and you know what? I was sitting in the audience, and I immediately started following her on Twitter and every social media. She is fantastic. She funny. is the kind of woman. She's about our age, or you know, within five. Um, and she is the kind of woman you wish you went to high school with. She is so fantastic, and you can. Just listening to her speak, you could see her almost curbing her enthusiasm and her temperament um, because Jenna was very English and very demure and very controlled. And I actually grew to like her a little bit as a human 
and just realized I hated her, her character. And yeah, Capaldi, yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, Capaldi, um, the first night I started to stray from his fanfare. And it was strange because Michelle was so fantastic. I guess she lives in New York in the off season. And, uh, but she grew up in the same town as Peter Capaldi and they're very close in age. So I got the impression that they had a very impish uh, relationship on set, but they didn't want to talk about anything. So it was almost a stagnant interview. And I didn't find out until the next day. Um, But also getting back to the night, he was demonstrating some, qualities on stage that reminded me of the slouching Paul McGann, hmm. which drove me nuts. Well, his is, he kept his hands, both his hands in front of his face mm-hmm. and he kept sticking his hands in his mouth, you know, like biting really? his nails, wanting, really? wanting to bite his nails. So Ew. these little symbols of insecurity, I'm like, ah, ah, you're losing me, dude. Well, I think but, Paul McGann is, the slouching Paul McGann is the opposite of insecurity. Paul McGann is super secure. He, <laughs> yeah, he, just, he's like, oh, he just leans back that, and takes a nap that, while, during it's that command of stage presence, you know, but the fanfare for him was fantastic the first night for all of them. And they, they really put on a nice show for the 45 minutes that we had them there. Um, it was a great dialogue, even if it was a bit struggled, but I found out the next morning that pretty much expo fan expo picked him up from outside immigration and drove him straight to the stage after a 10 hour flight. So the poor guy was exhausted. Yeah. That's right. So you said that was his first North American appearance on a con. Yes. How about was it better than Billy Piper's? No, remember Billy we saw was her fantastic. first one. Billy okay. was fantastic. And remember she was very very nervous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think she also had the flu though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she was sick that trip, but she was nervous, but she still projected her voice. She still engaged her the other people on the stage. You know, she was it wasn't it was being nervous and tired rather than being that, you know how you, you see some actors when they're not acting and they seem really insecure with themselves. That's the vibe I was getting. I wasn't getting a, oh. Hey, I love my craft and I just don't like talking to big crowds kind of thing. I got, it, it was a total, but the next morning when he had had a night's sleep, mm-hmm. he was a lot more engaging and, um, a lot more personable and had a bit more social presence, but was very, um, singular focused in the nature of the answers. So we got a lot of yes, no answers instead of tell me about your experience, you know, that kind of thing. So it was, he, he needs to ramp that up if he wants to compete with, you know, the likes of Matt Smith and David Tennant. Sure. Yeah. Everybody else who we love on. He'll get in the swing. Yeah. And and for the, for those of us who've never been, I've never been to to Dallas comic con. So, uh, who um, who were all the um, were those all the Doctor Who uh, personalities there? Those three. Yeah, uh, Martha Jones is car- or what's her name? Freema. Freema was supposed. To, yes, she was supposed to be there on Saturday morning at two o'clock, and there was no notification, no social media, nothing. She canceled. So that was really disheartening to, to see that oh, because I saw, we were going to make I follow her on Twitter and she was supposed to be there the weekend and then she she tweeted that she had to miss one of the days because of filming but she would make it the second day she never made she it was at all? A, no she wasn't there at all she, oh, wow. the only the only panel they had her scheduled for was on Saturday so in case she was there doing photographs on on Sunday you know um, we don't know I didn't stick around for that but okay okay yeah, um, yeah, George Takei was, was there 
George Takei. Yeah, they had so many great people there. Carrie Fisher, Joan and John Cusack, um, Jay and Silent Bob were there. So their panel um, coordination was great. They had a lot of off-site, after-hour activities Sunday through Monday night. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they really had – it was better run this year than it was last year. Um, Last year was the first year since they got bought out by a Japanese firm that it really seemed like they had more going on. Um, even my friend who flew down to attend with me, she said that it, the, even the floor was better sorted mm-hmm. for um, going up and down the vendor floor, and they gave more space for autographs and um, photo ops as well. So it was, instead of a big corralling area, they actually had um, like longer runs that went in and out between the autograph stalls. But they also had... What I was happy to see, a friend of mine, uh, Rachel Kane, who's an author, um, was there, and they actually had spaces where um, authors of science fiction and young adult urban fiction could set up and greet their fans. So it was fantastic to see even a more dynamic variety of Mm -hmm. sci-fi artists across the genres there instead of, you know, the, the little smattering we're used to seeing. Right, right. Now, how, what's do you know what the average headcount per day was there compared to other cons? I'm not sure how large is it. Like, it I wouldn't say it's medium big. So um, let me do a grand, quick ten thousand people over the course of the days. Yeah, let me let me do a quick search and see what it, they the final numbers were. Okay, okay. Because it seems like that's a pretty big con, like ten fifteen thousand a day. I would think, right? Yeah. What's nice is. The facility, it's at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in downtown Dallas, um, which is so much better and uh, more accommodating than the Irving facility where they do the fan days. And um, it, it was really nice with um, – uh, it's really nice, but walking from where you come in at ticketing to the arena where the, in the auditoriums where they have the big panels mm-hmm. – it is just under a half a mile walk. Okay. Okay. To give you an idea of the of the length, so it's it's a lot like it's, it's not big. quite as big as like New Orleans um, Convention Center, but it's a proper it's a proper facility. Okay. And um, you know, the only thing that they could have done to improve it was serve some booze. <laughs> no booze at all. Not in the convention. You have to go over into the hotel, which oh, I had no problem right. doing. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you just got to plan accordingly. Did you guys stay at a hotel or did you guys commute? No, my friend, well, yes and yes. So my friend Debbie and I um, did a girls weekend. We went down and stayed at the Hyatt Regency, which is the hotel that is under Union Tower, which is the big golf ball in the Dallas skyline. So we stayed there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually a very short walk from uh, that hotel. Part of the walk is underground, so you don't get overwhelmed with heat. Pretty much you cross one city block and you're right in the Omni and then you walk through the Omni and you're into the convention center. So we were, I mean, on a map, we were maybe half a mile, but the ease of getting to and from the hotels in the area to the convention center were fantastic. The food options were spectacular. And, you know, you know, our hotel, I want to say was probably 60 or 70% con goers. So it was like, being with you know with your brethren you know Mm -hmm. that's great so it was nice it was it was nicely put on um so we stayed saturday night and um you know we had happy hour and whatnot before we went on friday night and then we went home uh back up to allen on saturday evening because on sunday we brought my kids 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, Saturday being the busiest day, I was very glad I didn't take my kids on that day because it was just, you know, massive amount of people. Um, right. and so many cosplayers right. stopping for photographs is super easy to get separated. Um, and But Sunday is like a third of that group is there on Sunday. And so it was great. My kids had a fantastic time. We spent, you know, three hours at the convention. They even went into the kids lounge, which was sponsored by, um, Lego. So they had a really good time. Very nice. Very nice. So that's Dallas comic con. And this, this is your, how many times you've been so far? This is my second time. Okay. Second time at Dallas comic con. Yeah. Maybe one one year, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll fly down and go. Because um, I'll never go to San Diego Comic Con. That's just not my yeah. sp- not my speed. Fifty thousand people a day, hundred thousand people a day. I can't I can't deal with that. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. I've been to Dallas conference. once, just once. I think that was before you started going, Sarah. And I only went. They mm-hmm. had the uh, Firefly cast there. Did a panel that was really. It was good. the year. Yeah, I was thinking about going that year, and I remember I bought a ticket because I wanted my picture taken. When- uh, Nathan Fillion for my birthday or maybe it was the following year because he canceled and said he had pink eye and then I see him on a list like bike riding tour through Vancouver I'm like that's bullshit hmm. <laughs> I wanted my birthday picture dude <laughs> yeah I hear you I hear you I hear you so cool that's Dallas Comic Con so you, are you going to go next year mm-hmm. you think you're you think it depends it, you know depends on the guests I guess um, right it depends on the guests because the same weekend is Wizard World's event in Philadelphia, and they had Tom Hiddleston, uh, Chris Helmsworth, mm-hmm. you know, hey. Sevens. Yes. Yeah. So I bet, he'd be, like, I bet he. I bet hmm. he's great. On panel. I'm sure he is, honey. I've seen, <laughs> sure. I've seen, um, uh, she named a lot of good ones from, there. Um, be specific. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I've, heard video, I've seen video of him from San Diego Comic Con. Tom Hiddleston, and he's oh, he's, he's really hilarious. Good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Like, He's just darling. He loves me. He just doesn't know it yet. (laughs) Yeah. You know, a friend of mine, you know, because we were both kind of heartbroken that we didn't have the common sense to go to Philadelphia for Wizard World, you know, that weekend, knowing that he was there and we were such big fans. She sent me a meme and it said, you know, uh, if Tom Hiddleston were were to set up a charity kissing booth, uh, we could probably end world hunger. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Probably, so the um probably mm-hmm. very, very popular guy very popular guy yeah yeah so anyway so speaking of cons we haven't the last time we podcast has been over a month so a, a couple of things have happened uh, one thing is the uh i don't think we talked about us getting tickets and rooms for galley for next year yes Which, that's uh, exciting we do yeah. with matt has them too matt has a ticket right yeah everyone mm-hmm. has a ticket in a room so so Gallifrey One Convention in Los Angeles for 2017, uh, you know they were they um, because of last year's clusterfuck with uh, the the site going down for getting tickets, they moved to a bigger provider called uh, what is it called Bright? Uh, not Bright Bar. Event Bright. Event Bright. Event Bright, which handles uh, which can better handle high volume traffic for ticket buying, and it worked smooth as a charm. I was worried that since the system was going to be more robust, I'd have less of a chance. Because I figured that I got so lucky all the other years because I was so quick on the keyboard 
and the system was so crappy that I would just get in before anybody else before it crashed, right? So I was I was betting on my computer skills getting me in before the crash. <laughs> but this site never uh, won't crash, so I figured, wow, my the the, level, the playing field is leveled. I may not get a ticket. I was really before uh, before it happened. I was really thinking. I was really resigning myself to the fact that you know I may not get a ticket for the first time in like seven eight years. Um, but it was smooth as can be. I got in, got my ticket. It was amazing. Yeah, I bought multiple tickets. I, <laughs> yeah, I kept yeah. going. Oh yeah, let me see if they're sold out. Oh no, they're not. Oh look, there's another ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and remarkably, I I don't know about you guys, but I I always monitor the 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 galley Facebook page and the, mm-hmm. for the event, and I mm-hmm. I saw very little bitching in the comments. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised, because people always find something to complain about. They're like, like, what's up with it? It crashed, or it refreshed, or the link didn't yeah. work. I didn't hear any of those that, uh, normal well, complaints. But we, it was probably going directly to the the team that sets this up, because you notice the tweets we were seeing was, remember, guys, if you hold on to the ticket, there's a timer. You can only hold on to it for like five or ten minutes, and then it'll be re you know, oh, released back in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they kept reminding people that, Hey, you gotta, can't just sit on it. But yeah. if you are, you know, a, 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 the box office opens and you're sitting in, you have your credit card ready. I mean, this, these yeah. are basic, yeah. you if know, you're, smart, just you're like a grown we up, do it before. Like if you really, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but if you really want to take it to these, it doesn't have to, it doesn't necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily reg- regulated to Gallifrey One. It's any big event where there's limited quantity of, of things, whatever it is, whether it's a, a music act or a, a convention. If you really want a ticket to it or you really want to go there, there are things you can do to prepare yourself to give you a, the greatest chance to get that ticket. And some people just don't do it. Some people think they can just they can just say, okay, oh, it's it's time to get the tickets. Oh, let me go get the tickets. Like they don't. They don't try to get right. a ticket as soon as it's available. They don't have they don't account make any set plans. Up. They don't make mm-hmm. any plans. Like if you want a ticket, especially this year more than any other year, if you wanted a ticket, you could get a ticket as long as you prepared. Um, so, yeah, I think it went smoothly. For I, I was actually shocked. I was actually shocked that I got a ticket so quickly uh, and seamlessly, and and it was mm-hmm. great. It was great. I was. Really I think excited. it was. Like last year, I was a part of the people stuck in the holding queue where you didn't know if you were going to get a num- uh, ticket or not. And I think mm-hmm. it took, what, 18 like minutes for, to find out? I was like that for about 10 minutes. And then you, I think you were the last one, Sarah. You, you got yeah. the information at the very last And time. then this year, it was like under a minute. I'm like, drop the mic. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because after then, I was like, because oh, I had we had, uh, I had pre-booked a room at the Hilton just in case the... Uh, the um, the Marriott uh, hotel rooms where the convention is held were get sold out because you know they get sold out in ninety seconds. So I figured you know what mm-hmm. I don't care if I have to stay at the Hilton. That's fine. I got my ticket to Galley. Um, I'm good. I was I was again. I resigned myself to saying okay, I'll stay at the Hilton. It's it's just a five minute walk. It's not a big deal. The the it's probably going to be a mess getting the hotel rooms. Um, I'm probably not going to get a hotel room. Have to walk past it for breakfast anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Exactly. I'm not going to get a hotel room, so it's okay. Uh, I, I can do the five minute walk and just like that we all got hotel rooms mm-hmm. <laughs> we all got hotel rooms except Matthew he didn't even bother trying he had got a health yeah, he already room. had the one at the Hilton yeah. so he didn't mm-hmm. even he was busy doing something during when the when the um, Marriott hotel rooms went on sale um, so the Marriott uh, rooms went up in smoke in like night like less than 15 seconds they were all gone the galley tickets mm-hmm. you could get one a half hour after which is unheard of um, mm-hmm. it's because of the system where if you have it in your cart 
and you don't check out, it gets released back into the pool. And they kept they kept uh, tweeting and posting on Facebook, say, hey, people, if you if it says sold out, try back, keep refreshing, because some people who don't check out, those tickets will get re- released back into the fold. And I saw people constantly on Twitter throughout the day, throughout like even an hour after saying, hey, they got a ticket because they you know they people didn't check out for some reason. So I think it, it uh, kudos to Sean and all the whole team at the who run Gallifrey One um, for switching to this new provider. Uh, it went fall flawlessly. I, I think it's it's about as democratized as you can get. Uh, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, there's no excuses. And people they, are always going to yeah. They over communicate when it's gonna what you where it's gonna be, where the links are gonna be published, why it's not mm-hmm. gonna be published, why you shouldn't wait for it to be published on Twitter because they they publish it on the Facebook page first. You know, don't wait for the Twitter link. Wait, for, do it for the Facebook link and all that stuff. They 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 over communicate, um, and so if you just listen and watch and prepare, you have a really good shot at getting a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, you if know, you want just, to go, you yeah. got to prepare yourself knowing that this is a, a big you know rush. But agreed, and everybody doesn't always gripe at them, but they do an outstanding job, and they're only getting better. Right, right, yeah. So I, I got no complaints in them. Yeah, we got the the Hilton. The, I mean, the, the hotel rooms went out. Were, were gone in like a second. They were they were like super gone. That that I saw a lot of bitching about. But everyone bitches about that every year, uh, because like there's like I I saw a lot of people. I had my hotel in my car, and when I checked out, it was gone. When I went to check out, it was gone. <laughs> we're gonna have to ask you to do that boys more often. <laughs> oh my god, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't make fun of those people because it could easily have happened to me. So yeah. I feel you. Oh, I would bellyache too. I would bellyache. So, pro tip for Gallifrey One: anyone who wants to go to Gallifrey One in uh, January, um, we're going to give you our, our the 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 Hooven Report secret pro tip. Um, um, you can book a room at the Hilton for that date, uh, eight months in advance. You can't book rooms at the at the Marriott until you know uh, the Gallifrey uh, One hotel block is available for release and, and that's determined by by the con but you can book a hotel room at the hilton or the other hotel, the sheraton all the other hotels in the, around there like up to even up to like 10 11 months in advance so mm-hmm. as a backup so i highly suggest you do that um, because you can always can't you have up till the day before the check-in to cancel with no fee they're not going to charge your card so just go ahead and book a room just in case even if before you have a ticket because if you don't get a ticket you just cancel the room anyway so that's the pro tip my other pro tip is if you are someone of mature age and like to sleep the whole night through, do not get a low level pool facing room. Right, Sarah? Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. This year I'm gonna, gonna request a high room. The the past couple of years I think I've requested low rooms and we've all got rooms on the same floor. I think we should get high yeah. rooms this year. Because we want I, I want think a view. That's plan. Cause who? I mean, do I when you think quiet. about it, when do we go back to our rooms? We just go back to our rooms to throw our shit on the bed and go back yep. and, and, and have a disco That's nap. It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, disco nap, right? <laughs> and I, I think, well, this year I think because we're all having separate rooms, we'll probably be on one of the higher floors where they have, you know, because several upper floors have all king beds. So, right, right. I just I would we had people using our first year, using our balcony to hold their drinks. Oh, and that's lazy Susan, you're about. Yes. Yeah, and Susan. our children were little, and we just went. We wanted to sleep, you know. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine I old having lady some in people my country request, nightgown. Some people and request I threw those, open uh, the shades, and I scowled at everybody. <laughs> like I will come out there and call your mother. 
Get off a, my porch. A lot of people request those ground floor <laughs> pool facing rooms just so they can party. They I, can have know. the party. Yeah. yeah, they can have it. They can have it. I'd rather be up high, have let a nice little the, view. In, uh, yeah, let me face quiet. the parking lot. Yeah. Let me order my overpriced dessert at 1130 <laughs> in peace. <laughs> I have never yep. done that. <laughs> Yeah. Now that we also know to bring a cooler with, you know, a pop-up cooler for your blue moons, you oh, know. Oh yeah, we got it. Now we after, now we 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 got that down to a science. We got the uh, the uh, backpack full of blue moons with the uh, with our our special Contigo um, uh, thermal cups. So we got mm-hmm. we we're all good now. We don't. We're not a slave what, to camping. What's going on anymore. there? What are you pouring? <laughs> Someone's cracking. It's vodka right and now. water. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon vodka. I had it. I had my second round already set yeah. up in a little measuring. Um, I, you know, I didn't want to. Um, by the way, didn't uh, want to be running my ice dispenser. <laughs> to the honest, we're all we all have cocktails. I have a margarita. I have a, a margarita right now, which I finished about ten minutes ago. So, what are you guys having? Have had or have had? Today? Deep Eddie's lemonade. Blue moon, blue moon, blue moon. Oh, blue moon, nice. Yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah. this is a wind down. It's it's Wednesday evening. We've all worked and worked out, so yes, we deserve well. I beverage. We will give Sarah a buy on this because she is running half marathon this weekend. Exactly. Yes, yeah. this is true. That's and I'm a comedy on a treadmill done. waiting to happen, so we'll just let it go at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, she she you know goes eight times the distance I do, so yeah, we'll, we'll give her so a buy. Does that mean do I get to drink eight times the amount you drink? Hmm. Oh, sister, you need me so, so laid out. Is that my math? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, have a cup of vodka a day, and you're good. All right. <laughs> so, um, so the, last... the uh, I have oh, one little bit of mm-hmm. trivia. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Colin Baker, our sixth doctor. Yay! It mm-hmm. is his birthday today. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Today is? Today's Wednesday. What? June. Eighth. Eighth. Okay. June eighth. Happy birthday to Colin Baker. By Colin uh, Baker. You said Not Colin Baker. Baker. I've only had one cocktail, just one. Just one. Happy birthday to old Sixie. So, so he's who's always a delight. Every time we see him at conventions, he's always great. He's always great. He is, this is true. He's, he's, he's very enigmatic. Yeah. Yeah, he loves it. Some people you can some people on the Doctor Who convention circuit, you can tell are kind of there because, you know, it's a it's a free it's 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 free miles and it's a free trip, and they kind of enjoy it. But it's kind of like they go through the motions. But some mm-hmm. some other people you can tell they get into it every time. Like they love it every time. It's like so. you have your Sylvester McCoy and Fraser Hines mm-hmm. fixtures, and, but then you have Colin Baker, who was adorable. Like you wanted to be near him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he just was so charismatic and engaging. Yeah. And he almost, it was almost to the point that he was a fanboy. He had become a fanboy himself, even though he was a doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. Also, he knows like this Ian McNeese. He's always, he's always energetic mm. every time. Every this time. is true. Love him. Yeah. Yep, I have. I forget. I have that signed that signed eight by ten of him. That I run in the auction. I have to frame that and put that up somewhere. Oh, in my that's office right. Here. I got to do that. I gotta, and speaking of, on a sad note, speaking of th- that auction, uh, that convention of uh, that was a uh, Who Fest, uh, mm-hmm. Who Fest three. That was in yep. July. Was that in no? Not in July. It's not even July. April. In April. April. So one of the uh, co runners of the uh, of Who Fest, um, uh, you know, tragically passed away during the con. 
uh, I can't remember if it was Saturday night. I think it was Saturday night. It was we Saturday were, night because we were, we were just finishing somewhere. up our podcast. Yeah, you had said that you had forgotten to schedule him and we were mm-hmm. going down to see if we could run into them at the dance. And right. we and had we, saw, we got down the elevator and we're like, what's going on with all, all these the fire rescue all equipment? These fire yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, "What's going on?" We never knew what it was, and then I fi- I found out like after we after I gotten home back to L.A., um, someone had posted on Facebook that he had passed away. He had uh, in his sleep. I guess he was in his room taking a nap or whatever, and he had passed away in his sleep. I'm not sure what the medical di- condition was, but yeah, apparently he had um, he was inter- he was uh, big in the uh, Dallas uh, science fiction fan scene for year for decades, and. Um, was like a, a co-founder of several organizations, uh, fan organizations, and uh, he was one of the co-founders and co and showrunners for uh, Who Fest. And uh, I remember him because he was uh, in the uh, in the uh, dealers' room. He was right at the front of the dealers' room. Yeah, like he would sell. He would sit He's behind. He was always desk. lovely. Yeah, he was selling these. He would sell um, like the the Who Fest branded stuff uh, right mm-hmm. when you walk in, and that's why mm-hmm. I remember because when I saw the picture. They posted. I said, "Oh, I know exactly who he is." So that's, yeah, you know, rest in peace. Um, yeah, that's so. That's uh, felt like we had to uh, pour one out for him and, and at least mention him. He'll be uh, sorely missed, and I'm sure. I can't imagine like what's gonna be what's gonna be like a Who Fest four. I'm sure there's gonna be uh, definitely a memorial for him. Or uh, um, well, you guys might remember we actually ran into them at galley our first year well your second year patrick but mm-hmm. we talked to them in the hall because they were wanting to set up a 50th watching party or yeah an anniversary watching party oh, okay. and they were going to have it at their house but then they were like last minute trying to find a ballroom to hold it in right you know and that's what created it so um and the person who found him was his longtime girlfriend lesser cotton socks for that kind of trauma and then still having a spectacular sunday you know all these uh uh little things but he was so big in you know not just who fest but he sat on the boards of several other conventions including alamo um city comic-con Mm-hmm. You know, he was supported them as well, and they've got David Tennant this year. All right, and I don't have his name pulled up. I should have it. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't have his. I don't recall his name exactly because I know there's several. There's several uh, co-founders of Who Fest, and I don't want anyone to think that the wrong. We're saying the wrong person passed yeah, away. Yeah, I'll pull I just it up. Can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, so I apologize. So I remember I sent it through Facebook. Right. Um, but yeah, that was um. So that was uh, uh, Ed Dervecki the yeah, third. Ed Dervecki. Ed Dervecki. Yeah. Mhm. Just a lovely soul. So, rest in peace, Ed Dervecki. Mhm. Okay, yep. so that's that's convention talk. That's Doctor Who convention talk. But we've mm-hmm. been uh, we've been up to other things outside of Doctor Who and cons. Uh, uh, Sarah H and I have been mm-hmm. uh, doing some. It's, it's it's related space related we've been doing some space yeah. related things we both uh, uh attended the annual or semi or biannual uh jet propulsion laboratory uh and open house open house uh last saturday and I it was know. fantastic it was fantastic it was my first open house i had been to jpl on a private tour to uh oh. for like some media Did we lose you? media special no i'm here we're here we're here are you there sarah okay Okay. Yeah, yeah, you were just bleeping. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd been there um, earlier in the year for a, a special media tour where there was like uh, 15, 20 of us. We got a special tour of the clean room, and, you know, uh, that was really great. And then um, I decided to sign up to get tickets for the uh, open house that I'd never been. 
And uh, I got tickets for myself, my girlfriend, and Sarah. Sarah flew out. And um, so, Sarah, what do you think? Give, give us a recap of uh, last weekend. It was pretty impressive. I wasn't really sure what to think about it because, remember, we had tried to get in before. So this is the first time they had the open house with tickets, and they revamped it to do uh, to do it less frequently, but I think more elaborately. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty cool. I was very impressed. So we were some of the early arrivals. Yeah, we were. I think the earliest ticket you can get was eight, and our tickets were at nine. They basically they had a thousand people slots. Um, they had tickets. Um, you can order. You can you can get a ticket for free, um, but there was a limited number of tickets, uh, and you had to pick a time slot when you wanted to arrive. So they, I think the arrival times were anywhere from eight to one o'clock, or, or even mm-hmm. like, I think it went to four maybe. But I chose nine because I like to get there early. So we got there right like at quarter to nine, and I thought we were going to have to park way in the back. But we parked right on the facility, and we we probably walked onto the campus right at nine o'clock. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think uh, it took us a long time. We were in the line with the most meticulous checker. Oh, you would think uh, you, were, you would think we were we were coming back from. Um, um, Afghanistan. Uh, yes, need, you guys stuff. need black passports. Man, <laughs> man, it was insane. The lines. The the guy to the left of us was just kind of like, eh, looking in purses. <laughs> this guy was unzipping everything and pulling everything out of wallets. And of he course, I had my travel money. satchel, which had a million pockets. Yeah, he, but yeah, he, was was wallets and he was looking in between the bills and the billfold. Yes. Everything. Yeah, he was Jesus. thorough. But you're going to smuggle in LSD or something? Yeah. But so, so 40 this. minutes later, by the time we get through yeah. that, uh, we, we beeline to uh, one of the stores to buy souvenirs. So I have, yeah. I have a, a T-shirt for you, Sarah, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and something <laughs> else. It was really her, right? cool. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Another surprise. Yes. You have to see it. when I'll give it to you on Friday when I see you. Okay. Um, like just to go back to the line, they searched yeah. Sarah and my girlfriend because they had purses and bags. I had on cargo, sh- big uh, cargo pants on with plenty of pockets. He just let me wipe through. Yeah, you could have <laughs> had knives and cool. guns galore I in there. knives and a flask. And so so, next time we're going to bring a flask of booze. And, and when we're going through at this point, we note the drug dog that is working, right? Yeah. He's a service <laughs> dog. Right. And so, like eight hours later, when we're leaving, the same dog is still on. He's still on shift, and I yeah. felt bad for that dog. But we we loaded up on souvenirs. Uh, they had two different stores, and there were mannequins. One was wearing shorts, and one was wearing sweatpants. Sweatpants, and we tried to get either, and they said, "No, we're not actually selling those. We just didn't want the mannequins to be nude." So, oh Jesus! The waist down. So that was a bummer. But that was a you know, after that, we hit so many. We I think we hit everything except for the stamp collection. I think there were 18 different exhibit slash yep. exhibit slash uh, ev- event slash venues. I think we hit all except all 18 except the stamp collection. I think we looked at that early on and said, "Well, we're gonna we'll pass Adina on that." We'll pass yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, that's horrible, Patrick. So I, one of the ones I most enjoyed, and and not just because it was in the air conditioning room, was that. You know, I'm going to the NASA social for the Juno landing on Jupiter, but Yay. they had a little, I know I'm super jazzed. They had a little <laughs> film with Bill, uh, Bill Nye, the science Bill guy. The science <gasps> it was hilarious. Was I thought he was great. It was for Quebec it, if I were to see him. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So we were sitting there watching that, you know, with the, with the cough that went around the room. Yeah. We had a, it had a little biological warfare going on. <laughs> yes. yes. You know what, Sarah? Uh, make sure yep. you share your social media link for the July 3rd and 4th I will. Uh, JPL on 
are on the Whovian Report, Report page yeah. because okay. it's fantastic. Pictures, and thanks for reminding me. I'm going to put that. the pictures I took from the NASA trip on the Whovian Report page. It's fantastic. I took a lot mm. of pictures, so I'll put those up there. Um, but yeah, we're, that was a good film, but there was a child behind us, like projectile thing. It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> right into our back and our necks. <laughs> and, yeah, and it just kept... It just kept going around, but that was that was one of my favorites. We saw the cleaning room, but not like you saw it, Patrick. Right? right. We just saw, we saw it from the observation deck of the cleaning. And room. And it kind of went like, take all the pictures you want, take all the time you want, move we along, have, move along, get out of here, <laughs> get out of here. It's been five minutes. Take your time. Let's move along. Yeah. Yep. You know, everything else was was pretty steady. We went into the Micro Tools Observatory, which kind of wasn't what I thought it would be, but it was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a picture of the Bobak cutout, life-size yeah. cutout that's hanging up in the or standing up in Mission Control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like him at all in the picture that I took. It doesn't look real at all, but I, yeah. I still took it. Yeah, we we walked oh. through Mission Control on my yep. on my tour. We got to hang out in the in the in the room and talk to the people. And then Sarah, when you come back, we'll talk about that a little, in a little bit on your on your private tour. You're gonna probably just get to hang out in, in uh, Mission Control for yes. two days, but yeah, we saw so many cool things, so many parts of the of JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory that I didn't see during yeah. my tour. Like I had never. Been it was to the, very impressive. Yeah, very cool, very cool. And everyone's it's all staffed by people who work there, so everyone yep. who's like guiding you in line is like an engineer or a research scientist, and they can talk. You're an analyst, and doing. it's. Com- completely at your leisure so if you want to spend two hours at one of the stations or five minutes it doesn't matter it's not a completely structured guided tour so we just went all over the place out of order just whatever caught our fancy mm-hmm. and, and and patrick got his lemonade that was got like a lemonade and i got my <laughs> I got my bacon wrapped hot dog that's the more important thing i got my bacon wrapped hot dog yes we entered around uh, nine nine thirty and from nine thirty to about 11 patrick talked about lemonade <laughs> 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 then he got one and the world was good yes, yes. everything's right with dirt right <laughs> yes it was a very hot day you have to you have to admit it, it was, was it was warm day. it was warm. but uh, it yeah it was exciting it was it was fun it was a lot of fun i'm surprised that we stayed that long um but yeah we were there probably until about two thirty, three o'clock uh, and yeah. we pretty much we pretty much were seeing things non-stop um, yes and, uh yeah highly recommended if you're in southern california or you're planning a trip to southern california uh, check on the the NASA JPL website uh, in their um, to find out when their next uh, open house is. And I'm not sure how frequent they are now, but I'm pretty sure going forward, since it looked, since it was so successful, they're going to go with this thing where you have to go and register for tickets, free tickets. But uh, they're going to have a limited amount of slots. You pick a, a hour when you want to arrive, and you uh, put in the names of. I think you can get up to four tickets. Uh, by yourself so you can put up to you and four other people's names and get tickets for a certain hour to arrive and to go to their open house and i highly recommend it it's a, it's a fun day uh it's good for like there are a lot of kids there the lots of kid centric um um exhibits and like i said all the scientists are friendly and they want to talk to you about their stuff because no one yes you know, they don't get to talk about this to anybody else but themselves so they, they they're begging for you to talk to them about what they're questions doing. any questions do you have yeah. questions raise yeah. your hand if you have questions i'm here if you have questions yep yep yes they they were their passion for science and astronomy just really came through the other thing that i enjoyed was uh we we sat through the uh 
explanation of how they're seeking alien life forms and additional planets, right? Exoplanets, get, yeah. Exoplanets, yeah. That was very, very intriguing. Right. They just showed a movie called Exoplanets in a nice air-conditioned theater, I might add. Um, uh, so that was a good. That was a. That's probably my, one of my favorite things to see. That. Um, uh, yeah, there was another exhibit where um, I talked to this one scientist. Uh, there's this project, and I don't know the name of it, where it was that camera, you know, that had the two cameras on it, and they said that other people, like amateur astronomers, can, astronomers can join the project and build this and set up and send data in, and I, I want to do that. I just need to find out what that Ooh, project how cool. is. cool. Yeah, it's been going on for eight years now, and they want to get enough data before they send it up. Uh, but it's something you can build yourself and uh, contribute to. Yes, yeah, any of our listeners sign up, tag yourself on our page, exactly. and you know we'll, we'll pimp your information because that's such a great engagement to this initiative. Right, right, and, and like I said, if you have kids, they had a whole section of like an education oh, yeah. section where like they had people at the desk telling uh, kids um, like what classes they should take, what majors they should take if they want to work yep. for NASA one day. So it was very great, very good. Like every. I think every person in, in your family could could find it enriching to go, whether you're a little kid or you're like a grandmother. Um, and we you saw the whole gamut there. Yeah, I would agree. I thought it was great for all ages. They did have a lot of hands-on for kids, and just everyone seemed excited to be there, and, mm-hmm. and just the vibe was really good. Right. Yeah, very fun. Now, we did that Saturday, and that's the open house, but... In yeah. a couple of weeks, over the July Fourth weekend, Sarah is going back to JPLNASA because she got picked to do yes. what? It's uh, I'm part of their media accreditation. They did an open call for media to come cover uh, the Juno spacecraft that lands on uh, Jupiter on July Fourth. So, uh, was this uh, any uh, result of your fangirling JPL? I don't know because I was totally <laughs> all on that guys uh, at the CISO summit. The the uh, CISO for NASA JPL, but uh, I doubt it. I, you know, they had an open call. Anyone could mm-hmm. apply, mm-hmm. and I did, and I was surprised because I don't have uh, Instagram or some of the – they had a list of all the different types of social media accounts you could have, and they wanted you to put down whatever your handle was, and I think of like 12 of them I had two, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, But uh, I'm excited. So, I, yeah, I get to be there for, uh, for two days, and uh, we get to watch uh, – Juno Land. I'm very excited. And it's only going to be like what a couple dozen of you guys, right? If that, right? It's it's if that. It, it seems like it's they they kept kept it down to a dozen. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very small. And it seems like we're just going to be hanging in Mission Control, similarly to when they watched uh, what landed on Mars, the uh, Galileo, the rover. Yeah, the rover. No, Mars rover. The rover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to take like room. a GoPro, and you need to do you live. Stream. To. We need to sign you up for like live stream on this. You have to take video. You have to take video on your phone, and so you can put it. We can put it on the on the Facebook page. I, I can do that. Amazing. You don't hit, yes, like um, I say, well, like we talked before. You don't need a, a fancy camera. You can just take pictures with your iPhone, and but I will just do it with my phone. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's awesome. But that's I'm, awesome. I'm super excited. If you meet Bobek, we need video. He Good. has to be there. He's got to be. How could he not be there? Right. He'll be there. He too he loves me and is aware of it. <laughs> so well, what I think him? is interesting is I was looking at the other people. They created a private Facebook page for the event so we could correspond with each other. Mm-hmm. And they listed the other attendees. And they are all super geniuses. And then there's me. 
and, and they're all like in astronomy or, or they're teaching these heavy STEM courses. Stuff. You're big in the STEM in, in you know community, so there's a reason they picked you. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason they picked you. I don't know. Well, I'm excited. I'm I'm pretty excited. So I'll take plenty of pictures lots, and videos. Lots of selfies, yes. And I will be attempting to tweet, live tweet. <laughs> yes. You have to. You have to live tweet and live gram. Get it, I just figured out how to do tweets. multiple hashtags. That was a f- <laughs> epic failure at the first well, few attempts. The Patrick, we'd have to set her up on Instagram because remember the tag we have for her is Sarah still doesn't have Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on what you youthful people call the Instagram. Oh, sister. <laughs> I know. That's, well, that's awesome. So, yeah, lots of stuff. Do you say, like, granite? You know, no, you just say put it on Instagram or the gram. You don't say, I'm going to gram it? No, that's no, not no, the appropriate no, no, Later gram no is. No one says that, yeah. Yeah, no one says maybe, that. Maybe maybe I could start it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, my God, look at this picture. I'm totally going to gram it. <laughs> I think that works. At that it point, works. you say later, Graham, because that's when you find a picture that you want to put on after the fact. So yeah, that's if you later find an old picture that you want to put on Instagram, you just tag it with later, Graham. But if, if you're live tweeting, aren't you live gramming? It's not well, the same know, thing. Well, you know, if you you know if you use certain if you look if you use if, I think if you use Instagram, you can if you post something to Instagram, you can connect it to your Twitter account so it does both uh, at the same time. So you whoa, whoa, whoa! What too fancy? Too fancy. <laughs> you set up your Instagram. We so need that to have a. We need to have a Instagram. It goes to Twitter also. So uh, I need yeah. a social media intervention here because I don't. I, I don't know what you're speaking about. Okay. So even with Twitter and Instagram, they are cross compatible. Even Facebook, so that one you push it through one mm-hmm. platform and it cascades. Exactly. That's right. You so can you can even have it go straight into Snapchat. Everything. So yep. Snapchat. You know, you, Facebook. Twitter. So. So the next, when we have dinner on Friday, give me your phone, uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll set you up. <laughs> I have to come up. Do I have to come up with a catchy handle for Instagram? No, just put, use like, the anything. same one you use on Twitter. Is yeah. probably the, the easiest way to do it because mm-hmm. then you have that continuity. And we've yeah, gone right. a little off track. So those of you not on multiple platforms, these are words of the wise. So those handle, of us who are older handle, know how to find Instagram handle you. will be uh, Peter Pixies Bay. That's your <laughs> but I, you know what? I like it. I'm like doing it. it. That, that works, right? You so, know he is on Instagram, so I can. Can you tag an Instagram? Yes, yes. And, yes you can. I, everything. Can. He's gonna Set be like, up. who? Who is this fool? I need to go take pictures <laughs> at Neiman Marcus of men's platform shoes, and I'm gonna like Graham Peter Pixie. And you know what? I'll start taking pictures of every Miata and texting them. <laughs> We so got this. This is gonna be great. <laughs> oh man! All right, because I'm old and it's nine forty-five. I'm dropping off. Yeah, it's we're about. This will be a good forty minutes, forty-five minute podcast, which is good for us for comeback. And so, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, yeah, we're probably gonna initially we're gonna go every week, but the, since the show is not on, there's just not enough news to to really mm. support a weekly show unless something's breaking. If there's something breaking, we'll get a show out that week. We're probably going to do, it's probably going to be bi-monthly, probably let's, twice a month. Like if, if any actors were to pass away because they are so old. Right. Yeah. Let's, be... let's, let's try and do one in July so we can get Sarah's recap. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll yes. definitely get one after Juno. We'll definitely have a yeah. podcast after the Juno, uh, Sarah's Juno uh, trip. Um, yeah, we'll definitely do that for sure. But you can follow me on Instagram at Peter, or Peter, Peter Pixie Pixies Bay. Bay. Peter Pixie's Bay. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Absolutely. my God. That's great. That's perfect. 
Golly. All right. Yeah. Well, good night, everyone. All right. <laughs> Thank so, you for listening. Good night <laughs> from the, thanks for listening. Um, like, as usual, you can find us at whovianreport.com. Uh, uh, you can find us at Facebook. Margarita, can you get in there? <laughs> you can find us on uh, Twitter, Whovian uh, Report. Um, thanks for listening. Um, send us your feedback. Uh, and uh, that's it. Be we kind. All of you. Thank you. Have a great. Um, uh, Hashtag it you. gets better. Right. <laughs> Later. Okay, all right.